Scotty, 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 I had this terrible nightmare. I had this terrible, terrible nightmare. I dreamt that you were trying to bail on doing a podcast because you had more important shit to do today. And I was just, I was so sad. And then I realized it was just a nightmare that that couldn't possibly be the case and that you were happy to be recording today, even if for a short while. I am sorry, Scotty is no longer present. He has gone out to do something important. Please leave a message <laughs> after the tone. Hello, John. There is no such thing as more important than you. It's just you have to be important very quickly today. <laughs> I'm going to be very quickly important today. <laughs> very quickly important today. You are the most important thing for the next 20 minutes, and then you can just fuck off. <laughs> so that's okay, well, very good. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to you. You've got to be. You, I'm gonna let you go first, John, because if we've only got 20 minutes today, then um, you know, it's, I think you know the listeners would be in tears if they didn't you know hear your wisdom and your side of uh, of what we do. So um, let's let's start with you, John. What are you going to amaze us with and bring us to our knees in awe over? Well, Scott, I have to say, actually, yesterday I had a really good day at work. I, it was really really fun. Um, I started working on a project, and <laughs> you're gonna kill me because it's like I can't. I I can only talk about <laughs> it. I talk about it. <laughs> I can talk about some of the things about it. You know, it, like what I can say is to kind of keep you progress on the other thing that I can't really talk about in 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 all the details. Like you know, the test is well underway, and it takes a certain amount of of time for us to get a read, and it's a it's a read for for something that's being productized. But we need to know exactly you know which design, which aspects from the initial you know, successful A-B test we're going to deploy with. And meanwhile, there's a parallel effort to to kind of take what had been done where there was infrastructure that I created uh, that was perfectly good for, for the A-B test. But, you know, it, 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 here's something that's kind of may not be surprising is that, you know, we do lots of experimentation and different platforms will do different types of experiments, some for, for a variety of reasons. And often when that's the case, uh, the amount of infrastructure that's spun up to support it may be more localized to that platform because I, I I know that I've said in the past that you know each platform has their own endpoints and that's a decision that was made some time ago for us to be able to shape the data exactly as we need it for each platform. But yet still, there are are tons and tons of shared services. And in general, the more shared services you use, the better. So that, for instance, you build something using infrastructure that's available to everybody, then if the test is successful, it makes it that much easier to, to roll it out uh, everywhere. Um, the, in this particular ca- case, this uh, the project that's in its final A-B a- test right now, um, uh, since it is being productized, it's it's it, the final test is running on on some infrastructure that I created, and there's been a parallel effort to to bring it up on the shared infrastructure, and that's going fine too. But it's it's you know a delicate ba- balancing act because you have to make sure that you use as much as as you possibly can, which is you know, at the UI layer is, is is virtually all of it. And there are kind of different adapters to be able to say, okay, we're going to get the data this way. There are some subtle differences in, in how we handle things like refreshes and so on and so forth. These are super gory implementation details, but it's, you know, I feel like I sit here and I talk about things t- to you and the, the half listener and they're like going, well, you, you tell us these things, but you never tell us any details. So I try to give, you know, details that I can. Um, but anyway, that's going. But then I've started up on another project, which is, you know, in, in the phase that, honestly, I enjoy the most about building something completely new. Um, and it is something completely new, and it has to do with uh, 
being able to more tightly integrate different devices in the Netflix experience. I'll leave it at that. Um, and it, it takes advantage of infrastructure that we built up. Um, so there's another theme. Um, and it's just really fun because we're, we, you know, we've, we've, we've put together a bunch of different design ideas about things that could be done. And you then have to balance it. Well, just because it seems cool to you, is that the right thing to build? A, is it something that customers would really resonate with? And B, can it be built in a reasonable amount of time? Um, and so we're in that balancing act now where we did a bunch of ideation and now we have to build some some infrastructure to be able to support this. And that's been working. Um, but I have been a, a proponent for the longest time saying that, you know, rather than building prototypes with 100% mock data, try to actually get something that, that's working. And in particular, try to get something that's working that can be used in devices that people can actually touch and interact with themselves, which you know, is, is, is something we do all the time, uh, but it is also something that's a little bit easier said than done um, because, just because, you know, and, and uh, you know, I'm in the environment now where I work with people on, on other platform teams and designers and, and, and project managers. And, you know, it's, it's this thing where it's, the, it's writing, writing the specific lines of code, code needed to do it is not not terribly difficult because we're using techniques that we that 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 we are all pretty familiar with but since it's brand new stuff brand new APIs that are just being written and and technical hurdles that have to be you know overcome I, I think that you probably experienced this where you try to do something saying okay this is how it should work and then you try to start use it in the real world and you find out it's like, oh, wait, the message I sent didn't get received or some data got dropped on the floor or this didn't happen or things timed out and so that the, the animation wasn't right or so on and so forth. Um, but I it, yesterday, shit started to work. And I I was just dancing around the office and making some videos. And it was like that phase where I was working in an area uh, where I tried to be kind of separate, you know, not to make too much noise or something and try to, to carve off a work area where people could come and go without kind of disturbing other people. Uh, but in that particular case, the devices that we need to use weren't quite working. So we moved to another area that's a lot more central and we kind of turned down the volume of everything and tried to be kind of, but when it did start working, <laughs> it was kind of loud, <laughs> loud, physically loud in my gestures. I wasn't yelling, but I was like doing my happy dance and people were taking notice. And then there's like, Fox, what's going on? And I just handed my device to somebody and they looked at it and they started interacting with it and I going, Wow. <laughs> And that was that was a, just a great, great feeling. So it makes me very happy. So I'm sorry. That's, that's about as much details as I can give at the moment. But it was lovely. So I'm going to uh, pass it off to you now, Scotty. And you tell me about your week. Or you can ask me more questions. Well, firstly, I need to say that, you know, whenever colleagues get to experience the John Fox happy dance, they are um, <laughs> they are either incredibly blessed or incredibly cursed. And I will leave each person <laughs> to decide on which one they felt felt that yeah, was. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's good. It's always good to hear when, you know, things you've been working on a long time. I think, we, you know, if you're going to start talking about multiple things you can't talk about, we're going to have to give them code names like Project A and Project B. So at All least right. we know which project we're not being told about as opposed to just <laughs> this general <laughs> general stuff. So, yeah, there we Sorry. are. It's, uh, it's um you know we we want some we want clarity we are engineers after all uh, exactly. yeah so 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 that's good and I, and I look forward to the day when it, it ships and you can say go into the netflix app look at this and hmm. 
be amazed and mm. um, and we will all do um a happy dance of our own because now we can call it whatever it is and not project a or project b or whatever so congratulations on the progress that sounds like you get in there and i don't know how long till shipping and whatever else but um you know it's uh yeah cool looking forward to hearing the feedback from the world mm. Mm. uh i've had a um uh, there's a whole bunch of co- i've had a good and a bad week really um in a client working on some client stuff this week and um there's an area of the app that is is, is pretty central to the app and it's um and, and it works fine but it's it's really hard to follow what's going on when you do have a problem for debugging because it's it's very asynchronous a lot of closure based asynchronicity and in order to uh make things you know not be in sort of like a closure indenting hell um you know there's lots of you know small classes that then have um type delegate type you know um setups so that when they finish their closure they call their own delegates so it could be but anyway it was you know it all worked fine it was uh, mostly worked fine anyway but it was just like when you were trying to find out how something was happening it was really really difficult and so i spent a um a couple of days converting it to use async await um primarily that's never been done before because until recently the app didn't support a high enough version of ios to to allow that but now now it does um and i think i've spoken about async await in the last few weeks on here before it's great stuff and you know it is just uh, 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 lovely and so some of the code the code that was our own code we converted to async await um you know the 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 code that was calling third-party code that was based on closures and callbacks um used you know, uh, uh checked continuations which are a lovely lovely part of async await but just means you can take anything that's closure based and make it async based and pretend it never existed as a closure which is fantastic um and uh, did all that and uh got the code all working uh you know did some sort of manual testing and whatever else and um uh and, and said great put a pr up and now the app that we're in doesn't have much unit testing in and it's always been a bugbear and always been a you know um something that said well one day we must sort that uh, and so the first comments came back on the pr saying well actually it'll be this is you know this is a major part of the app it'd be good to have some unit testing and that's where my week went totally to hell basically <laughs> um just because you know introducing uh unit testing to an app that has not been designed with it in mind can be pretty challenging um this app making no comment for rights or wrongs has quite a few singletons in it and you know it will you know in your find around the code class a dot shared you you know dot function name which means there's no way it you know if that's a database call or a network call or whatever it might be there's no way at you know, test time to replace that with something. Um, not easily, anyway, and it's particularly static methods because although test unit test cases, the test class gets uh, instantiated for every single test it's go- it's going to run. Um, obviously, if something is static, that's not getting refreshed, and so you start ending up in a situation where you know you've written 30 new tests and if you run any one of those tests individually every single one works fine but the moment you try and run the twist test twist the test test suite then you start getting failures because you know this you know the static stuff around is not in a known state at any point in time because you know 
especially if you're using the random ordering for unit tests, which obviously is sort of recommended because you don't want your unit test to rely on running in a certain order. Um, but, uh, yeah, so um, trying to... I, I've made the mistake over the last couple of days of of trying to... I'm not going to say hack. It's not been that rough, but you know, trying to make minor changes to sort of try and facilitate this testing and get around it. And a few bits of extra code here and a few bits of code that say, well, if it's in unit test, do this. And after a couple of days and some severe headaches, it's like thinking, no, that's, you know, you're just going down a rabbit hole where it's just you know, at what point do you end up with an app that's less stable because you'll try to test it to make it more stable. <laughs> <laughs> in, in there so yeah so it's uh so now is the question well yeah the team and the team has changed in in structure a little bit recently with some new people on board and whatever else that yeah the team really would like to uh do more testing but you know at what point do you say well you know it's a quite a major risk restructuring your app particularly when there's no end user facing no direct end user facing benefits shall we say i mean obviously if the app becomes more stable we find bugs easier end users will benefit from that in the long run but the point is if you spend a month doing that as an engineering or whatever however long it takes you know at the end of that process the users don't see anything new or mm-hmm. anything anything different and yeah so it's in that it's just in that frustrating position of of saying well do we just scrap these tests for now do we just do the work do we you know what a product saying that they need doing over the next month or two and um yeah so it's 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 gone from something that was you know nice and lovely to something that has just been frustrating and really inconvenient and it's quite strange because you know it, it, it it's funny because this app is you know, if the UI code is very nicely designed, it's it's all very well laid out. It's um, you know all structured with with presenters and views and the view controls, everything in the right place. But then just smattered around it are these like shared singletons that just break, break, break the way you can do you know manipulate all that stuff with it. So there we are, quite frustrating. But um, so it's uh yeah. Uh, I, I'm declaring um, maybe not unit test bankruptcy, but but definitely unit test fatigue at this moment in time. Well, I mean that it's a super interesting topic, and and it's also kind of even while I'm sitting here listening to you saying it's like okay, this is this is the code base I inherited, which has shared classes, and and that exists. I mean, it's like that is a big that is a big issue. I mean, because Apple themselves have done it, and not to to start in a whole long diatribe about singletons and versus not and testability versus not. Um, you know, it, it's it like. File manager shared or mm-hmm. user defaults. You know, it's, there it seems to me there absolutely are some things that need to be accessible from from an app because they are just shared services, and it really makes sense that there's only one to be run. Where also I think comes into to play is you are building some functionality and you want to drop it into an app. And you don't you want to have the least amount of dependency possible, so you don't want to add a bunch of IVARs to existing classes, or you know. So, I, for better or worse, and you'll probably shit all over me, but you know, I tend to to, to say I'm starting on a new project. I I create a helper class which does just like what it says on the tin. You know, it, it handles some of the things to be able to say, you know, is this is this feature 
enabled for a particular user, you know, so that, that you can gate things like don't make this button do anything or don't do this thing or don't execute this code if they're not in. So it's a fast out. And then when it comes time for doing things, you know, just static methods that are just like do something and give me back the results or do something and give me a completion handler or do something or, you know, execute this code and that's it. So it's a kind of very standalone transactional thing. And for me, that, that seems to work. Um, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm going well, to pull no, this I'm not, a gonna, I'm not a purist about this stuff. It's about, right. and it's different for every app. And you know, and right. the way the Netflix app works will be very different from the way this app works to somebody else app work. And so, in it's a case of, you know, I'm also not a 100% test coverage person, but I think you know there are core fundamentals that it'll be good to know if they're working. You know, does mm-hmm. this, you know, after a certain action, is the state the way you would expect the state to be? Type mm-hmm. of, um, you know, type of thing. You know, but in the in the meantime, you know, to get to those black place, you may have had to upload a file right to a database, do something else, which you don't necessarily want to do in your unit tests. And so you want a way of bypassing bypassing mm-hmm. that. Now, the trouble is when you put the database access directly in your view controller or, or, or any other class that you're using, um, you know, in, in this case, it's a case of, you know, the app expects a lot of URLs and it will do something with that URL, write something to it, read something from it. And that means then when you move into a test environment where, you know, basically you may not have access to those folders or, or the folder structure might be different because you're in unit mm-hmm. tests or whatever, that becomes really hard to do. Whereas if the app had a helper class, it's called a helper class for now or a manager class. Now I know there are people who say, oh, the moment you've got a class called manager or a help class called helper, you've failed miserably in your design techniques. Okay. Yeah, accepted, but let's just call it a helper or a manager for now. So instead of reading a URL, you know, have a class that gives you data, and that might use a URL internally to get the data or writes data to a URL, but just create an interface because then somewhere you can replace that class with something in unit testing that still gives you data and still takes data, but you don't have to worry about the file structure underneath um, or you don't have to worry about whether something was uploaded. You can mock out your server API to, to just return certain results so you can specify, I want to test what happens when the server returns this result as opposed to having to call the server and get that result. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it, um, yeah. It, it just means things become testable that weren't testable, and that's when you start spotting. Well, when in this circumstance, when I update this type of thing with this type of thing with that server call, this state is not getting updated properly. That becomes testable. Where when you're trying to like get a server into the right state or the database into the right state or something else, it, it, it doesn't. Now, you know. That is all well and good. And when you get to do far new projects, every one of us starts out with the goal of this is going to be the most testable app ever. <laughs> then you realize, well, to make this thing a little bit generic, it's going to take me three days to write. I need to get this stuff out. If I write it in two hours with this hard-coded stuff and I can come back later. And we all know come back later is something that never, ever ever happens unless it's for the rewrite which is the other thing that probably shouldn't ever happen yeah and and so it's just um and you're just thinking well you know and the problem is when you're in a reasonably complicated app is is you could say well actually there we are that little bit there i could i could refactor in a few hours to to give me data instead of urls and make the app use data instead of urls in this point but if there's seven of those things, you've not actually changed the amount of progress you're making in unit testing until you've done the other six. And and therefore, can I justify doing that right now? But, you know, if you did, if you just said, I've got a day, let's do it. In X month's time, you'd have all seven done and then you could start testing. But 
you know, none of us like spending a day or maybe can't be given the day or our infrastructure doesn't allow us to have that day, you know, to do something that at that moment in time has zero benefit um, unless we're totally, you know, indie on our own where we can make our own choices, good or bad. So, yeah, so it's, um, you know, th- there's no like the team are arguing over should we test or whatever test it's like, yeah, but it's more of a case of how do you, how do we make a transition from where we are to where we need to be um, in a commercial environment where apps have to make money? Otherwise, you know, people don't get paid. <laughs> you can't pay people to decide whether they want to, to make it testable today versus a, yeah. a, in six months. Yeah, and developers aren't cheap. You know, developers aren't cheap. And, you know, three or four days engineering time, you know, depending, on, depending totally on which part of the world you're in, of course, you know, is actually quite a lot of money. Um, you know, so... You, know, you need to be realistic about that as well. So if you're adding up, you know, a couple of months of engineering time between people, then, you know, that you have to say, well, how many more do I have to sell to do this? And this makes no difference. So, you know, is this extra 1% of stability going to sell more or whatever else? So, yeah, it's I, I, I get it. It's it, when We don't live in a bubble of engineering. Um, and that's the problem. Some developers do live in a bubble of engineering um, and their product never goes anywhere. And then some people live in a bubble of sales and their project is a nightmare it's finding that balance (laughs) it makes me laugh and maybe this would be the way to to start to bring this to a close it's like i almost feel like it would be fun to build an app that does absolutely nothing but is so beautifully architected completely testable Offers no benefit to, to an end user, but it's really, and it could, maybe could have like a, a picture of the 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 look of satisfaction on the developer's face about how great it is. I'm sure and there's quite a few of those on. I'm sure there's a few of those on GitHub somewhere. Exactly, like, and and the problem is, the moment you make it do something, you'll break the purity. Exactly, yeah. just like yeah. you know, the develop we call it developer Zen app or something like that. Well, John, I'm sure your purity has never been broken, but um, uh, if people I, did it, want to comment, built... it's never been built in the <laughs> first place to break yes. But if if people did want to comment on your purity or to admire your purity or to maybe offer to break it for you, uh, how should they do that? Well, there's no place more pure than the internet in general, and I would say these days Mastodon in particular. Um, so you can find me there where I'm djembe at mastodon.social and remember that djembe is d-j-e-m-b-e like the what like the west african drum and scotty if people want to you know invite you to be impure to to lean into your impure thoughts to think beyond the the overturned tracker in a cornfield in in east bollockshire and and to pay attention towards the bright shiny lights of 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 what we call the big smoke (laughs) Or whatever the 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 nearest, the, the, or maybe in your case, you know the the small puff, which would be Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> oh, insulting cities all over the place. Keep going. Yep. Where where might they do that? Oh, well, John, John, I'm sure I'm I'm mainly more worried becoming worried by your tractor fixation. But there we go. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, there's, there's a couple of calendars I can send you for your wall. Um, <laughs> Um, but if people wish to talk to me about tractors or anything else to do with that, uh, smoke or puffs or whatever you like, it's uh, they can they can also get me on Mastodon where I am Scotty at developer dot social. Well, John, it's it's been it's been a quick one this week because I have a very hard stop in about one minute's time. But um, it's uh, uh, it, it's been nice to catch up with you and listen to your news about Project A and Project B, and I'm really looking forward to an update on Project C soon, or is that D? Or maybe E. I don't know. 
But uh, it's um, God, it's you, you're just such a man of so many projects that you can't talk about. And but one day all will be revealed, and the excitement will cause a John happy dance by all. Let's hope you are the person listening to the show that week, and then you can send us a video of the nominated listener doing John happy dance because that will be <laughs> worth seeing, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, I'm waffling. So thanks for listening, and until next time. You take care to do it quick and hard. Okay, all right, bye. So your final words are to do it quick and hard. There we are. <laughs> right, I really do have to run. Sorry, sorry about the quickie. I will. Um, I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.